0: Yes. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to a brand new Robbie Muscle podcast. We are now in season four. Um I already said welcome back. Like, you know, it's only been a day or, or a cut or a week or so or whatever, but it's not. It's been a year and a half since the last time we recorded the last Robbie Muscle podcast. And we made it we weren't we didn't quite get to 100 podcasts we got to number one in the world in terms of rugby strength and condition which is awesome but we didn't quite get to 100 podcasts so for season four we are pledging to make it to 100 and beyond and the reason that you already do not hear another voice i'm just going to get this out of the way from the get-go you do not hear alex because alex will no longer be joining us as the co-host of the Rugby Muscle Podcast. He will be coming on from time to time as a guest and he will be doing his Fact of the Week. In fact, the Fact of the Week will still be remaining a mainstay of the Rugby Muscle Podcast, partly because um, I just want to keep it in, but mostly mostly because it was probably the most requested part of the show. So, you know, none of the knowledge bombs or um, insights that you're getting into, into elite rugby strength and conditioning or, you know, breaking down all the false uh all that bollocks that goes out in the fitness industry breaking that all down busting all the myths giving you the best information that we possibly can no 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 no, none of that none of that is what you guys wanted to listen to you guys wanted random facts with stupid music being played over the top so that feature will remain it won't be in today just because i haven't been prepared with a fact of the week so yeah there it is um This episode is going to be basically like a a, a debrief of what you can expect for Season 4. I think it's Season 4. It might even be Season 5 thinking about it, but whatever. Um, The the idea of this episode is going to be a debrief for you guys so you can really understand um, what you're going to be gaining out of Season 4 and how to really apply it to really benefit your training. Because, you know there's more like when we first started the rugby muscle podcast we i think we might have even been the only rugby strength and condition so we're already number one from the start but as time has gone by as um you know we've done less and less podcasts more and more and more and more podcasts have been appearing up they've been cropping up and they've been giving out this information they've been telling you you know Same thing with Instagram, same thing now with IGTV, As if there isn't enough ways for you to get your fitness information, there's just so many, there's like so many different ways for you to get your information and I believe it can really lead to overwhelm because there's obviously going to be a lot of contradicting information. You know, Some people say you've got to do 5 reps. Some people say you've got to do 15 reps. Some people say you've got to eat so many carbs, and that's going to help you perform, and that's going to help you lose weight. But then you've got other people saying that you shouldn't eat any carbs if you're trying to lose weight. So how do we determine who's right? How do we determine what information we should be using? And how do we really get ourselves? Because at the end of the day, we don't give a shit about the average person. We care about getting ourselves the best results we can. And the way that we do that is by using principles. Principles is what matters the most and it's probably like the most important lesson that, or most important thing that you really need to wrap your head around to really understand anything that's like science-based but also deals with people, because when you're dealing with people, you're dealing with a lot, and I'm talking about a lot of individual differences, because we're all completely different. We have our own color hair, we have our own thoughts, we have our own favorite type of music, we have our own bodies, and our bodies are completely different and need to be treated differently, which makes it really difficult for us to um, give... Black and white recommendations they 're really, really hard to come by because simply put uh, how do I, how do I put this i guess I guess the best way to explain it is what is black for one person could be white for another, and that 's as simple as that really it 's the, <laughs> the best way you can, you can sort of explain it where one person could be given one protocol and it works absolutely. Perfectly like they they get amazing results, they get the best results they ever thought was possible, and it was also really easy for their lifestyle and then you get it to another person, and not only do they struggle to do it with their lifestyle, but their their results actually really, really suck, and that 's not fair that so i can 't just go around giving black and white uh, recommendations because they just simply do not exist, so what you have to understand is and sort of wrap your head around is these principles and to see how these principles apply to what you're doing and how even just general recommendations work because of a certain set of principles so you know for example sets of eight to ten this is the best example I can always give the hypertrophy range right eight to twelve reps I said eight to ten but eight to twelve reps probably sometimes all the way up to 15 I can see it recommended as a hypertrophy range. The reason that's known as the hypertrophy range is because most people aiming for hypertrophy, aiming for muscle growth, will do and they will grow best from doing 8 to 15 reps. But the reason they grow best from doing 8 to 15 reps isn't because there's something magical about... uh, Let's go to 8 to 12. Um, The reason that that that, that people grow the best from doing 8 to 12 reps isn't because there's something magical about doing that amount of reps. There's nothing magical because you can also grow um, from doing seven reps. You can also grow from doing, as I said, all the way up to 15, 16. Actually, the science, there's been studies to show that you can get just as much growth from 30 reps as you can eight, as you can three. But here's the key. The principle of, the, or the main principle of hypertrophy, or the main two principles, I would say, uh, for hypertrophy are mechanical tension. So pushing weight through the muscles, And volume, so the total amount of work or the total amount of weight lifted, so weights times sets times reps throughout the day, the week, the month. And those two principles are the most important thing when you're looking at trying to get hypertrophy. Now, the easiest way to get enough mechanical tension, so enough weight lifted, and also the best way to get enough volume, so sets times reps times weight, is by doing eight to 12 reps. If you did sets of three, you would be dying from the, the amount of weight that you have to use, to, or the amount of reps and sets that you, the amount of sets, the amount of sets that you have to do with a really heavy weight will break you. And the same thing occurs for if you're doing up to 30 reps. That means that you've got to do so many more reps to get the same amount of volume, the same amount of um, hypertrophy. So it's just more convenient to do sets of 8 to 12 for probably, yeah, three sets, you know, a few times a week. That's the best way to get growth. But there's nothing magical about it. You can just as easily, or not just as easily, but you can... Get just as much growth from doing sets of three or sets of thirty as you do sets of eight to twelve there 's nothing magical it 's just that that 's the most convenient way to stick to those principles of mechanical tension and volume and so hopefully that example makes you understand really like how things can be seen as black and white in one way, but they're really net they really never are. And that like applies to everything that you guys could possibly be listening to this podcast for. I'm talking nutrition, training, recovery, lifestyle, performance, all that sort of thing has massive uh inter-individuality. So you're all very much different people. And we live our life in different, very different, like extremely different contexts. And these contexts can be anything, really, like work-life situation, training goals, training history, uh, injury history, your time available to train, your time available to train in the future, your sleep quality, your sleep amount, your food preferences, uh, your relationship with food, your food budget. All of these things will go into making slight difference in your training, your recovery, and your nutrition. And... The way these make differences is not by like having set amounts or set rules per se. Principles aren't set rules. Think of them more as like guidelines. So the idea is that they, you don't have to do this or this. There's no set uh, requirement for you that, or something that you really, really, really have to do. There's just guidelines on what you should do to get a given result. And so by calling them guidelines, it just gives you that creativity it gives you that flexibility to adapt the information that we give you and use it for yourself in the best possible way a good way to think of this is to think of exercises rep ranges like uh food types different things like different food strategies all of these things that we're talking about you you look at them as um ingredients in a recipe and you as the person are the recipe itself so for example, we wouldn't tell you to add chocolate to a chicken casserole recipe, right? Even though we love chocolate and we think chocolate's a great thing, in the context of a chicken casserole recipe, chocolate would be fucking disgusting. Probably. I don't know. I'd, I'd challenge any of you listeners to, to give that a try and write in to me and tell me what you're thinking of your chocolate chicken casserole dish. It probably, more than likely, will suck. Which leads me on to the way that you're going to sort of approach the information that we give, the recommendations we give, the principles that we talk about and how to apply everything to give you the best possible outcome. And you do that using four and a half questions. And it's sort of a flow chart. You'll see the flow chart on my Instagram at TJ strength. I'll also put the flow chart on the show notes, rubby-muscle.com. And I'll see if I can fit it into Apple like in the little review bit. But if not, go ahead to rubby-muscle.com and you can just uh, click and save the flowchart picture or, or from my Instagram. And the four questions are the following. So first, you ask yourself, does this apply to what I'm currently trying to achieve? So for example, last week on my Instagram, I gave recommendations of how to eat less, which were basically different hunger hacks and ways that you can eat a lot less calories, but still feeling just as full as if you were on a normal diet. And this would not benefit you if you were trying to bolt, because if you were trying to bolt, you'd be trying to eat more calories. So therefore, this doesn't apply to what you're trying to achieve. Don't worry too much about trying to implement that straight away. Like, Just think of it, keep it in the bank for later, and use it another time when it will really apply. Next question is, am I happy with the current progress I'm making towards my goal? So a few little things here that I need you to know. Firstly, you've already set a goal, so you've got a distinct aim for what you're trying to achieve with your training, nutrition, recovery, etc. Um and if you're happy with your current progress, if you're if you're, you know, if if you've got a line going from A to B and it appears to be going straight, your goal is B and you appear to be going straight towards that goal, why would you change anything? You wouldn't because everything's going great. There's no need to change things if they're going really well. It 's only just going to give you more things to get confused about, more things to potentially throw you off, have you be less consistent, uh, stress you out, all these sort of things, or all of these sort of things that just lead towards not going towards your goal when in fact, currently right now you 're already doing great on the, on the flip side, if what you 're currently doing is not working, and the piece of information applies to what you're trying to achieve. You probably want to say yes. Let's move on to the next question, which is, can I use this this recommendation consistently to get the effect? So, again, if I am a big meat eater and I've seen some and I'm trying to lose weight and someone's told me that I need to do the vegan diet, it applies to what I'm trying to achieve. I'm not currently happy with the progress I'm making towards my goal. I haven't really lost weight in a while. So maybe the vegan diet would be a good thing for me, but I haven't asked that third question. Can I use the? Uh, can I use this recommendation consistently to get the effect? Probably not, because I'm a big meat eater. Same thing for you know, if I recommend triple drop, drop sets on on squats when you don't even have a squat rack in your gym, even though you haven't got as big a legs as you want, this recommendation isn't going to be easy uh, input into your routine. And like I say, it's just going to be another thing for you to think about, another thing to stress you out, and another thing that will will actually cause you more damage than good. But if it's something that you figure out that you can consistently implement and and, and get the effect that's desired, great. But if someone gives you a real funky, different bench press recommendation, just because it's different doesn't mean that you should do it and you should definitely not do it if it takes like an hour to set up and if you only end up using it for one or two two sessions total like you use it for one week and that's it that's not going to make any difference to you uh your physique your performance it's not really going to make any difference at all you need to implement things consistently to get the effect and that's why sustainability is so important with all of this stuff and then if you've if you've if you've passed all this test so far so um it you know the piece of information applies to what you're trying to achieve. Uh, you're not quite happy with your current progress, and you think you can implement it consistently. Then you ask yourself the last question and a half, because like, it's like a little extra question, because it's not just a yes or a no. The question is, how would I change what I'm currently doing to benefit my goal uh, using this piece of information? So you, you really look at what you're currently doing. You don't give it a complete overhaul. You just gradually tweak it again for the consistency thing but also because this gives you a way of knowing if it's going to if it works or not so the last half a question is how will i know it's working so you're still measuring your progress towards your current goal you've only implemented this one change at a time that allows you to stay consistent that also allows you to measure it and to figure out if this piece of information or if this thing that you've got to implement is working and you can know whether it's getting you towards your goal or not and with that we can wrap up the podcast pretty much there um thank you very much for listening um as i said there's going to be a bunch of changes in the season four there are going to be regular guests which is the pretty much the main reason why alex couldn't join because the timing issue just caused too much of a ruckus so instead alex will also join me as a guest in future podcasts if you've liked what you've listened to please 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 go ahead and give us a five-star review on whatever system you're using make sure that you are subscribed i'm assuming that you might have got you pretty much listened to this podcast because you've already been subscribed you know like, oh cool there's some new stuff coming out that is correct if you've never listened before make sure you go ahead and listen to more episodes coming up Make sure that you subscribe, and um, you can also get 50 free conditioning sessions just by going to rugby-muscle.com and following the instructions there to download the guide straight to your email. You can also download straight to your email the four-part Physique Nutrition Crash Course Video Series. That's done uh, also over at rugby-muscle.com. You can find the information there, or you can get the supplement guide, which is also on there, or you can get all three, completely free. Just download them to your email, and then once you're on there, you'll receive regular updates from me, just telling you about new information, about the podcasts that are coming up, guests coming up, and other information that's all revolving around TJ Strength and Rugby Muscle. Thank you so much once again for listening, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers.